0: Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we're going to talk about The Expanse, Season 1, Episode 6, it's called Rock Bottom, full spoilers for the episode as always. So that's very much felt like a a new start, which funnily enough happens to be Episode 6, which is exactly the first episode of the second half of the season, because our main crew, like you know, Holden reveals to the rest what he did. And I thought it was actually quite an effective moment because it had been kept a secret since episode one.
1: Yeah, I'd almost forgotten it was a secret.
0: Yeah, and look, Amos's reaction and the way the way the kind of like jumps in, kind of sticks up for him. I mean, I say sticks up for him. It's it's not really even that much. It's just enough. It's just a little leap to make sure he's not the only villain in the room. It takes yeah. a little bit of the heat off of him. Uh, but I, I thought that worked really well. And they 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 go to you know Fred Johnson and he. He's like, oh, I've got this survivor out there. We had this ship chartered from the, the OPA, wanted to borrow a ship so they could go out and get something from Phoebe Station, which we we'll have been hearing about. And, of course, Miller puts a couple of things together as well in this episode, which relates to that. But they say, no, we've got this mission. And he's like, no, you can't do it. You need to testify. You need to like, clear, clear all this name. And Holden's like, no, <laughs> let me go. I, I want to much. do this. I, I want to do this. And... It's, this, it's almost a little bit heartwarming when you realise that the crew are all going to come back together at the end of the episode and they've named the ship they named the ship in the last episode and we even see at, at the end Amos is outside the ship, you know, using his laser paint to yeah. put on a logo in the name of the ship which is very serenity, by the way. Reminded me a lot of the end of that movie where you see Anara painting the ship.
1: Of course it did.
0: Shut up. And yeah, so I I liked this episode a lot. I I thought it, it obviously the stuff on Ceres kinda advanced the plot a lot. Whereas the stuff with the, the crew, it it did advance the plot in the sense that now we're going back out to try and rescue someone who it's a, just a code name. It could be Julie. You know, I thought I was like my first. Thought. That was the
1: impression that I got. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but they're going out there to try and rescue someone. So they're working as a team. So there's kind of a bond that's built there after everything they've went through. And it's going back out, and it's still revolving around the same incident. It still all comes back down to this ship with the distress beacon, and what was why was it there? Who who shot them? All of this is still that. And we still don't know. And I loved it, we still don't know. Six episodes. Yeah, so me thin. too. So, no. And we got the turrets out again uh, when they were threatening someone, because there's a lot of hostile tension. It was a there. nice
1: comedic moment, though, this time.
0: It, it was. It was kind of funny. Which, speaking of uh, Fred Johnson, let's talk about him a little bit, because. Obviously, in the last episode, we see this awful thing that he does, and Holden and the others bring it up in this one. Oh, that's not what you're remembered for. You're remembered for being this, you know, the butcher of the station. Anderson. <laughs> Anderson. Thank you. And they they bring it up, but the the way he keeps talking, the, the way the the way he's like, I'm not entirely sure what his goal. Like, I'm almost wondering if it's a redemption thing. Because even uh, Vasarala on Earth says that at one point, like he might be trying to. Mm. fight for redemption that's why he turned his back on earth because it put him in this dark place where he was making decisions like this I, I, I don't know but is he trying to like defuse the war out of nobility
1: yeah which is weird because obviously from what we've been speculating the OPA have not been trying to defuse anything
0: yeah if anything they want the war so it makes him not affiliated with anyone at least as far as we can tell right now yeah He's on his own, he's, he's, his, him and his people are their own thing right now, to an extent, and maybe he is the lesser evil.
1: Yeah, and it makes me wonder what he is doing, because obviously they speak about how he's building this ship, and it's the the biggest that has ever been built, and it makes me wonder what, what's his end game? why is he doing that, what's what's the
0: purpose? Fresh start on a new solar system, he wants to, as far as I say that, because there's a few times where there'll be a small scene, uh, usually with the music coming in, but it'll really remind me of Mass Effect a little bit. Mm. Just a couple of little mean, music cues.
1: This is one of the things that obviously watching this this past week has put me in the mood, and I I started playing Mass Effect again yeah. earlier and, just because of this.
0: It was again when uh, Kamal and Amos were in the the club in the bar, and there were and just the dance music was playing in the background. It reminded me a lot of a couple of bits in Mass Effect One and Two when you go into like a dance club and you're like just to talk to someone, but you're walking through and you're hearing the dance music. Yeah. It just it was the same kind of atmosphere. There's no aliens of course, but it was otherwise felt very yeah, I similar. Agree. So, nah. Uh so I I think their characters all benefited in this episode and it feels like they're bonding. Uh Holden and the guy especially feel like there's kind of a, a mutual respect kind of forming there. Hmm. Something that wasn't initially there the whole time, but they've went through enough now that cuz e- even Kamal's reaction, you know, Amos is a little bit more hostile and he's even offended when the guy like he realizes that she was scared of what he would do, what his reaction hmm. would be, to this news, and Kamal just like you should have said something, earlier. Meaning, of course. Well, yeah. yeah. But no, nah, I thought that was uh, a lot, a lot of advancement for those characters. At, at the end, when he sort of hesitates but almost accepts the coffee for holding, it's just this little symbolic thing. This little yeah. Look, we're not necessarily in a great place, but I understand.
1: And more importantly, we're back to coffee.
0: <laughs> but yeah so that's a running theme in the show and that yeah constant coffee but yeah, but yeah they've souped up the ship they've added a lot of extra things on it they're all wearing outfits as if they're part of a gas company and they take off and they've got the logo on the side and it's like we have our main crew we have their ship that they've named it's almost like we've had the origin of how they form the yeah it's, crew.
1: it's weird how long that took when you think about it
0: yeah I have to say, that I still love that we're still. Everything that is happening this season is still spiraled out of that one thing. And I love I that. I
1: agree, but I mean, like, these events of this is the crew, this is the ship feels almost very episode one esque of a show. Like, it does. oh, here's, here's, here's them setting off on a mission sort of thing.
0: But it, it means something because we've actually built them up, and yeah. we, we get the t- It's almost like the stuff before this would maybe be the flashback episode of a later episode, of a later season in another mm. show. But it works well because we we care about them and it, it feels it feels like an epic moment when they you know all they're doing is leaving the docking station at the end and that's the end yeah. of the episode. But the, this this the music sort of swells up and you go off and that's kind of their thing. So let's talk about some other plot lines before we get to Ceres. Let's just quickly toss out obviously related to them on the the the, the Tycho Station. Am I getting that name right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, there's a spy on there for Earth. And yeah. Vassarala is trying to wrangle her way into access, and we see the spy notice that Holden's there. That's all we see, yeah. but the fact the fact that they're confirming he's there would be enough. Yeah. So that's that. Needed to be mentioned. Not sure whether you know where that's going to go, but it, surely it'll get Fred. Oh, Freddy will get in some trouble.
1: <laughs> yeah, it it wouldn't have played that moment if it wasn't going to come up again. It would be just pointless.
0: Yeah. So. But obviously the other main thing is on c with Miller, and I was wrong. I thought if it was Jared Harris that it wouldn't be a hostile thing.
1: Look, rephrase that. Instead of saying you were wrong, say I was right.
0: Never. <laughs> if I could do a Michael Caine voice, I'd be doing Michael Caine saying never at you right now. Never. I will
1: picture it in my head.
0: Never. But, uh, yeah, so Jared Harris is the one who's got him. And I keep saying Jared Harris. I shouldn't. I should be using his character's name. But you know what? I mean, Dawes is fine and all, but he's Jared Harris. (laughs) That's what I know him as. That's because
1: Dawes just sounds like a noise.
0: It does a little bit, doesn't it? But we we learn more about him. We learn learn a bit more of his backstory and his sister and how he willingly killed her. To make sure there was enough supplies for the rest of the family when she was like sick from all the zero G,
1: yeah, and all that.
0: But he doesn't know what happened to Julie, or at least if he does, he doesn't want this evidence leaking out. Mm. The, you know the, evidence, the chip that Miller was able to get in the last episode. This is this is what they want. This is what they're after. And there was a lot of great stuff where you know uh, Harris picks up the hat. Yeah. And you're he, just like, is he going to find it? Is he not? But again, their chemistry, their banter. Even though it's a completely different situation because it's interrogation, it still works out quite well. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, so a nice little t- callback to episode one. Uh, Miller gets thrown in the airlock and the, the oxygen is coming out. And we get this fantastic moment where he's two captors. The brother and the sister get shot. But we see it from his perspective down at the bottom of the airlock. And we just see the blood splatter hit the top of the, the door.
1: Yeah, the window. And it just looks great.
0: It just looks great. And then it the, the opens and the body falls in. A uh, great big moment, and obviously, you know Mus, who I've been getting to know th- throughout the just in little bits, that uh, you know, as his, his ex partner or just a copy works with, and they they have the little quiet moment, and she this is the first time she ever killed anyone, and he kind of relates this, and it it kind of again comes back to his dark past and why he's so conflicted and why he's so jaded and cynical, and. It's funny because Jared Harris brings up that oh you're in love with Julie you're carrying a photo of her and I don't know if that's quite hitting the nail in the head I, I think he's misanalyzing what's going on.
1: I would say I hope he's misanalyzing because if not, I felt like we've been a little bit cheated on that as well because it's like I I don't get that at all.
0: Yeah no I I don't think it's I think he's. I think he's obsessed. I think he's latching oh, on to sure. her. Oh sure, yeah. But I don't think it's a romantic. I am attracted to her kind of thing. I think it's. Yeah, I think. I, I, I think I she really rep- hope it's not. She represents something to him. Yeah, that that's what it is. It's not. It's not herself that's the issue. It's. It, this is him having a chance to actually make a difference and do something important where he feels mm. like he's not this entire time. And Jared Harris even brings that up. And she would spit in your face if she met you. You're a belter who feeds off other belters. You're the, the the worst of the worst. Yeah. So, I think that's uh, I think that's where it's going. But then he, he tries to bring it to his captain, and the captain turns out is being paid.
1: No, yeah, because that wasn't obvious at all as soon as he started that speech.
0: Yeah. So, as yeah, soon so as she was like, uh, So if you told anyone else? I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> I know. She's a villain. <laughs> Have you made any copies? Say yes. Just say yes. That was a bit cliched, that scene. I will will, uh, say that. I do like what it does for him, though. I like that he's now essentially Dirty Harry, where he's not going to be part of the force. (laughs) But now he's off the force, he can try and crack the case.
1: Is it weird I almost excuse the cliche stuff in his storylines? Because he is essentially playing a a noir in space. So kind of playing into cliches.
0: You you kind of want some of those noir cliches to pop in.
1: Yeah. So it kind of makes sense.
0: I have to admit, like, and obviously the space stuff's my favourite kind of things that are going on, and the mystery. But I have to admit, I I have been consistently entertained by Miller's plot. Yeah, me too. And I, I think the pacing of it is very deliberate, very piece by piece. It feels... it's almost like a really good comic book run, where the the issues don't feel disconnected. Everything kind of flows as if it is meant to be a continuous thing, where you're trusted to remember what happened in the last part, and this is kind of the, the TV embodiment of that. It's it's you know it's completely serialized, uh, but it's well paced. It's not. Yeah, because well, you never get
1: that much of it in an episode, really, but you always get just enough to to take it the next chapter.
0: Yeah, some people I think would maybe argue it's too decompressed, uh, which is an odd word to use when we're talking about space and yeah that's something that pops up but it, it's like it it maybe only has x amount of story per episode but it does it it doesn't waste the time it doesn't use filler it doesn't add fluff mm. it uses the time to build the characters and build the mystery and create something out of it rather than you know it's like okay we've got a scene where two characters are interrogating each other or we've got a scene where there's a shootout or something how do we slow that down and actually make everything matter so it's not just a typical shootout or it's not just a typical interrogation yeah. they, they put more thought into it.
1: I also think structure is a little bit different to like all, all the stuff in space while yes it's part of this overall larger story like this big singular event it feels like this is a story and then another story like we got parts of you know like up to the Mars ship then this station was its own story Whereas Miller's everything is just the one singular story, so it kind of is a really nice, uh, just difference that you get in it's each it's episode. A thrilling.
0: It's a thrill line. Yeah. It's a thrill that's always there. Yeah, but yeah, you you could almost you could almost have the show just be the space folk, and I, I, I wouldn't want that because other stuff adds to it and it gives you all this context and texture mm. and the world around it. But you you could almost rewrite the show a little bit to just be them, and it would yeah. work to an extent. Uh, and I think that's the the kind of the only stuff that doesn't work on its own is probably their stuff. Not that it's bad; it's just it is completely dependent on the other things making it matter. Yeah. Which is is fine. But uh, uh, and all the subplot we get in this one is some characters I don't believe we've seen before. Uh, it's a it's a guy and a nephew who are like a salvage, like a sort of you know amateur salvage. The,
1: yeah, they're taking ice, aren't they?
0: Yeah, they're taking a big rock. There's ice in the middle on the they try and explode it in the net, and it doesn't go as well as planned, and he's you know pissed about it. But the border patrols say they're they're in a sector they're not meant to be in, and they kind of threaten them and they, they say you can't travel through this sector, you have to go around. And he's like, we don't have fuel for that. You're you know you're stepping on the little guy kind of thing.
1: Mm.
0: And I'm, um, I have no doubt this is going to be relevant. I'm sure because obviously later on in the episode he gives his nephew a, a suit and kicks him out into space essentially. <laughs> And he does this because he's about to basically go on a a little suicide mission to give a middle finger to the establishment. Where he, he you know f- throws all the rocks from the the ice that he was collecting at the ship, and it, it seems like he also gets blown up in in the return fire. Yeah. Uh, but he's making a stand. He's he's, he's going out. Uh, obviously he's a little crazy. What cuckoo? It's not yeah, that he, he's, that. he's he's it
1: seems very. Almost possessed by an idea once it mm. once it gets there, and he kind of talks to himself and like, oh yeah, this is what we're gonna do now. And
0: I, I think this was fine on its own. I, I I will admit I was expecting it to become relevant by the end of the episode, and it didn't yet.
1: Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what its purpose was. Well, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure it will be.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm sure we're like maybe our crew are going to find the the nephew floating in space. Yeah, that seems like the most obvious thing that may happen. But
1: it felt a little bit disjointed in this episode.
0: It it did. It's it's sort of thing that will feel fine probably once it actually does connect. And it's kind of like how they the reintroduce us to Fred an episode before it became really important just to remind us he existed, so that when it popped up, it wasn't just out of nowhere. It was.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, I really liked Fred's speech at the start. Of this you know where where the two of them come out of the ship, hmm. and they have that kind of standoff, and he deduces what's going on. And I thought that really set up his character nicely.
0: Yeah, he's a smart guy. He's able to read the situation. Going, no, no, if you had a Martian on board, he'd be out here talking to me. If you had more people, you'd be making a show of force. You're, you're, no, this is you.
1: Yeah, because obviously, before this, we got the, you know, the, the Butcher. That's his nickname. And you, you kind of just have this impression of like, you know, macho, straight in, show of force, not necessarily that smart. Whereas this, he feels very tactical, very well thought out, very well planned.
0: Joe wouldn't surprise me if later on in the season we get an episode that flashes back again to the Anderson, but we get it all from his perspective? Like, on mm. his ship, what is his decision making? Why is he making this choice? And we see more to it that makes him less of just an outright, you know, mm. villain.
1: Yeah, that'll be interesting, that.
0: <laughs> it just sounds so interesting. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, i know. I did it would be interesting. Ah, no. uh, dear. Um... But yeah, I don't, that was another solid episode. I I don't think it's had a dodge yet. I really no, don't. no,
1: and we got we got a bit more with the overall stuff from Miller. You know, with what was actually on that. Uh, oh, of course, yeah, yeah.
0: We can't not talk about that. That's just a good point. I was ready to I was ready to wrap up. You're right. Uh, yeah, so it was a message from someone on the Phoebe station, which we'll, we've known about, and that's where the the ship, the scallop Is is so many ship names in this show? It's getting hard to keep track of them all. Uh, but the the ship that uh, you know was the had nope, i a that. a ton of shambles. Uh, but the ship that had the, the beacon on it that that yeah. lured the the can out there, that was going there to intercept another ship that was going to Phoebe or coming from Phoebe with the weapon, S- the bio weapon. Something. Yeah. Well, Miller theorizes it's a bio he weapon. speculates. Yeah. Yeah. But um, which
1: means it's probably not.
0: Which was possibly not but at least that links up with what we saw because we saw something in episode one we saw yeah and again i love that that's not been like we've not seen that again it's just we're building to that mystery it's it's, yeah, there. it's
1: that we know there's something he's talked about how oh it's supposed to be dormant but there's heat signatures it's 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 awake essentially
0: yeah it's uh memorable it was memorable enough in the first episode that we don't need to see it again it's like as soon as they start talking about oh they might have something it's like oh i think we saw that i think we saw what that was yeah and what does it do and is it a weapon or is it something else yeah
1: and i'm really intrigued
0: either way i I fully believe that it's uh going to change the balance of power like it's that important whatever it is i'm,
1: I'm interested is it a, a creature of some sort oh because i mean even a bioweapon would indicate
0: life it, it would and if it was a creature that would actually be very alien because that that was a bio weapon, if you go by the Prometheus backstory. Which, you should, I th- which I think the backstory still holds up. The movie's not necessarily the best written thing in the world, but...
1: No, I mean, that's fine.
0: You know, it's, it's very much that. It's this idea of a creature can be used as a weapon.
1: And to be fair, that first episode, that, that start, is kind of alien-esque.
0: It, yeah, it feels more alien-esque than the rest of the show, which feels a bit more Mass effecty. Yeah. Which and I'm cool with both of those feelings. If you, they want to keep giving me Mass Effect mixed with Alien, I am a okay with that. Me too. So uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's super intriguing. Uh, excited to see what more of that is. And um, and again, I just really like how almost without. Re- I mean, obviously, I've realised it, but it's just, the way this felt like a uh, almost like if they split this show in this season in half, mm. this really did feel like it could have been the the first episode of the new arc.
1: Yeah, it, it, it is like it's almost too short a stop, like, seasons almost.
0: But it's very fulfilling because the crew now are being proactive. They're not just reacting to things and making decisions about what's happening to them. No, no, we are being proactive. We are making the choice to do something. And that's a big turning point for the characters where you're sort of... And because we already care about them after everything they've went through, you're rooting for them. You're like, yeah, gung-ho, let's do this. Yeah. So I think, I think it achieves that really well. So uh, props to... Uh, This episode on the show. So uh, that's episode six of The Expanse. Let us know what you thought of this one. Comments below, like and subscribe, and all that stuff. Episode seven review will be up tomorrow. We're going daily. Thank you very much for watching. We'll see you next time.